0: Jimmy G is hurt again, y'all. Jimmy G is hurt again. I can't listen. When I, every time I hear that Jimmy G's hurt, I just think, okay, here we go again. Another season with him and some minor injury. Welcome to Not Your Average Cheerleader NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Gibbs. And here we cover the NFL players, the game, the contracts, man, we even cover the injuries. So I need you to sit back, relax. If you're all about the NFL, you're in the right place. I'm about to throw some commentary your way. So you know what? Go ahead and grab your coffee, grab your tea, grab your food, because we're about to get this party started. There is so much to cover today for episode seven. Like, y'all, I can't even fathom what's going on. I have my top five teams that performed for week four. I have my injury report. I have the fantasy football, you know, results. I just got so much for you all because again, I just stay digging up information and I just stay watching football. And I have my own thoughts about week four and then my predictions for week five. So let's go ahead and dive in. Let's get started. But first, you know, this episode is brought to you by the coffee that is in my cup. This one, y'all, I made myself... And by made myself, I mean, I took one of those bottles of pre-made iced coffee, but I added my own creamer. I went back to coconut cream and I added some um, sweet vanilla syrup. Let me tell you, this coffee hits. This coffee is everything. This is the jumpstart of my day. And I'm going to go on the rest of the day with a smile on my face because coffee started off right. Y'all, you just don't understand. Remember last week I told you how nasty my coffee was? This coffee is nothing like that. Like, I feel like y'all can hear my energy through my voice. I'm telling you right now, I love this coffee. It tastes so good. Um, yeah. So let's go ahead and dive into our quick fire topic with the Bucks beat the Patriots 19 to 17, but barely. But barely. It was okay. Like, I was talking about this with a co-worker about how I felt Tom Brady really kind of struggled in that game. And I felt like, you know, even his receivers were struggling. He didn't have his go-to tight end, Gronk, who was suffering from a rib injury. We'll get into the injury report soon. But Suck Up, listen, Suck Up carried that game. Suck Up was my go-to on my fantasy football team because listen, he was he scored 14 points in fantasy football. That means Suck Up basically kicked the ball every single time they needed three points. And you know what? For him to cook, like be able to kick and score like that in rainy conditions. It was rainy out there. It was cloudy. It was the weather that you want to go home, wrap yourself in a blanket and not move, which is what some of us were doing when we were watching the game. But not them. No, they were out there playing the game they love so much, earning their checks and suck up their kicker really came through from them. The Bucks defense really showed up to be able to stop the Patriots and. I I'll say this: it wasn't Tom Brady's finest moment. But then I had a fellow teammate like fuss at me, like, "Oh, it was a bad weather." You have to like, "Jeez, Ashley," and I'm like, "Hey, listen, okay, I get it. Bucks aren't used to playing in rainy weather, rainy, cloudy, nasty weather. I guess you could kind of say." But I wonder how Patriots fans feel because there was this picture of this one fan who just couldn't decide. He took his two um, number twelve jerseys, one for New England, one for the Bucks. And he sewed them together. And we were like, wow, you have such conflicting issues about what you want to do. But we do know you're a Tom Brady fan. There's no doubt there. Um, If you get to see that picture, you go back and watch the game. They put him on the camera. And I said, hey, that is dedication. That is true dedication, 100%. So I just want to toss that out there as a quick fire. It made me think, like, did Tom Brady struggle without his go-to even though he had antonio brown mike evans chris godwin the backup tight end you could tell he kind of struggled especially with getting to where he needed to to catch the passes um and they're just gonna have to do better i i still stick to the fact that the bucks are creeping and i think once it hits like week six we're gonna see the bucks really kick into high gear i think the ultimate goal is the same goal they had last year that's great, we want to go back to the Super Bowl. It's not done till we win the Super Bowl. And I think that that's their mindset again. So it'll be interesting to see how they play moving on the following weeks. I want better high scoring, which is what they were kind of giving us in the first few weeks. But a lot of their games have been just cutting it close, in my opinion. And also that's a testament to how well the other team is playing as well. So um, it's it's interesting to see what's going to happen for. But I feel bad for Patriots fans because I think they were worried to begin with. Yeah, Tom Brady coming into the stadium where basically he won every time. And now I think he has broken the record where he has beat every single team in the NFL. Um, I think that's his new record now. So he's the only quarterback in history to beat every single team in the NFL. Um, yeah, I know. He just keeps breaking records. Um, he also has broken Drew Brees' record for a highest number of passing yards. And it goes to what I said last time, right? I said, it's easy to break someone's record that's no longer playing. But you have to remember, Drew Brees was up there. He was up there in, like, close to the 2000s, I think. So Tom Brady broke his record. Drew Brees did, like, leave a message for him complimenting him, saying, I'm not shocked. It's Tom Brady. He's great at what he does. He really is passionate about the game. So that is another. So Tom Brady, Brees... <sighs> I know y'all don't like him. I know some of y'all out there don't like him, but. He's out there just breaking records. Let him just live. Let that man live and enjoy playing football. That's what I have to say about that. So moving on to the injury report. Y'all knew I was going here with this, right? Because, you know, I feel some kind of way when it's the same people getting injured every season. It really, like, low-key bothers me. So I have Jimmy G had a calf contusion, but you were standing up the whole game. Whatever. That's neither here nor there. Um. I just listen. It seems like it's like clockwork. I wait for Jimmy G to get injured every single time. That man never stays healthy. And yet you've invested hundreds of millions of dollars into him, but he can't stay healthy through a whole season. Like I don't get it. I think honestly, even when we went to the Super Bowl, 49ers faithful, even when we went to the Super Bowl, I think Jimmy G was still out for a couple, like at least what, two weeks or something like that during that season. You can correct me if I'm wrong, feel free, but I'm pretty sure. So that's my two seconds for that. Teddy Bridgewater had a concussion. I believe, I think if he passes protocol, he should be back this week if you have him on your fantasy football team or if you're just rooting for, you know, that particular team. Logan Thomas had a right, I call it hammy, (laughs) it's hamstring, but he had a right hammy injury. Um. So star tight end for, wow, let me get myself together. I had his team down pack, y'all. Y'all know who I'm talking about, Logan Thomas, but they still, the, his team still won, had a huge blowout. But he's a tight end, had a right hamstring injury, as well as George Kittle. We're keeping our eye on him. He also had possibly a calf contusion, if you will. You can't see. I'm doing quotes right now, the quotation marks, because I'm confused. Okay, Now Jimmy G has calf contusions. However, George Kittle had calf contusions. But then George Kittle said it was his back. And then I'm just like, wait, did he play? Absolutely, he played against the Seahawks. We'll get into that in a second. But there's just a lot of going, like, those two are best friends. Maybe it's like that, you know, maybe it's like that best friend transference in, in, like, you know, like emotion. Like, when my best friend's hurt, I'm hurt. And then when I'm hurt, she's hurt. Maybe it's like that. I don't know. I don't know. But. That's all I have to say about that. And where's OBJ? Like, we're still on injury report. OBJ, they said he was full in practice this week. Will we see OBJ step onto the field and finally get into the groove of things? I mean, homeboy's been training hard ever since his ACL tear. He's been working very diligently to get back on the field. However, we're going into week five, and he hasn't touched the ball yet. So, for all you out there that are waiting for OBJ to make his appearance like he does on Instagram... Definitely keep a lookout for that. I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, where the heck is OBJ? It's literally what I was asking myself. Let's jump straight into fantasy football, okay? Because, well, I you know how I feel. I, I struggled. I lost in week four to the person in our league that I was losing every single game. I Am I embarrassed? Absolutely. Do I feel some kind of way? 100%. I feel like Tom Brady let me down. Um, I only scored 11 points with Tom Brady. And then Sam Darnold, who was on my bench because I switched some people out, he went on to daggone score freaking, how much is it? 33 plus points. I guess that quarter he's just running it in and scoring touchdowns himself. He's like, forget about everybody else. I'm going to score. So Carolina Panthers are doing something crazy down there. Now, will I put Sam Darnold in for fantasy football and take out Tom Brady? I just keep reminding myself, you never bet against the GOAT. I should have in this case, but whatever. However, I lost lost by four points. I didn't get blown out, if you will, but I do feel some kind of way about how the Buccaneers played, and that's at least two to three people on my team. Now, Debo Samuel, y'all, Debo Samuel carried, when I say carried, I mean carried, like put the team, my fantasy football team on his back and carried the weight for my entire team. I just, he scored 35 plus points. And we still, in the 49ers one, we still lost that game. That's insane. We still lost that game. We lost 21 to 28 against the Seahawks. If they don't start Trey Lance, this is my two cents for that. If they don't start Trey Lance, I'm going to feel some kind of way. They need to start Trey Lance because every time, say what you will, every time Trey Lance steps into the game and gets started, guess what he does? Scores a touchdown every single time. Every time we put Trey Lance in, he scores a touchdown. And I need and he targets the right people. And George Kittle and Debo step up. You saw it. George Kittle and Debo were stepping up to make sure that he could get the passes to him and they still gained the yardage. Debo Samuel just ran all through there. And I'm like, why are we not giving this ball to the guy, to this guy sooner? So yes, Debo Samuel carried my team, 35 plus fantasy football points. And we were trailing the Seahawks. Did I know we were probably going to lose that game? I did. But I never bet against my 49ers. I am a 49ers faithful. I saw a tweet the other day where the guy was like, all y'all out there. I don't know why I'm doing a voice. All of y'all out there. soon as the 49ers lose, y'all want to jump ship. Y'all want to jump ship. But y'all aren't really faithful. Y'all aren't really faithful. And like, I put the answer emoji Tim raising my hand like, I'm faithful. I was here when we were like. Oh, and like six. I don't know if that was ever really our record. I feel like there was one season we were just losing almost every game. And I like kindly raised my hand, like, no, I, I've been here. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> so I am a fantasy football person. I lost last week. I have no plans, not a single one, of losing this week. Also, to be fair, my running back last name Hines. You know who you are. He started in the negatives. How do you start in negative three during the game? He started in negative three for me in fantasy football, y'all. I mean, I was hurt. Coming out the gate, I was hurt. And I, I have no intentions, none, of losing. I'm not going to be. I may win by a margin this time. I may be my own Tom Brady in my own right. But I'm not. I'm not losing this week. I'm not doing it. And if I come back on this show next week and tell you that I lost, I might, I don't know what I might do. I just don't know. Um... The goal is to win, though. So let's go ahead and slide into what I want to do. Before I get to, I finally got a fan listener, dedicated listener to my podcast show, sent me a DM on Instagram and um, gave me some feedback as well as told me how much she loves the show. So I'm going to get to that response in a second. I want to hit the top five teams for week four for me. So top five teams for week four I switched it around. Y'all know, remember that episode when I went down the list of the teams that I can't stand? Cardinals was at the top of that list. However, this week, the Cardinals are at the top of my list for top-performing teams. They are number one. The Packers are number two. Cardinals, I'm telling you, Kyler Murray, I mean, they did beat the LA Rams. So that tells you something right there. Packers, I guess guess Aaron Rodgers was like, hey, I'm never going to perform like I did in week one. Ever again, and we're like, "Thank you. Third is going to be the 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 ooh, third is going to be the cowboys and uh, I have my paper here, and it's a little bit out of order because I changed it last second. I can do that. y'all can't see me. um third is going to be the cowboys for me. I know right n- n- do you think cowboys fans are being overzealous? Do you think they can go to distance? We've been here before we've been here before where the Cowboys win like the first five, six games and then they play the second season, like they don't, the second half of the season, like they don't know what's going on. Like they start making really stupid mistakes. I'm not knocking Cowboys fans. I think, listen, be the dedicated fans that you are. I was there when my team was zero and like six, whatever it was. So go ahead and be that dedicated fan. They, but they are hyped. So I got, I was talking to a person in the street had a Cowboys t-shirt on. I was like, oh, you must be really happy about week four and your win. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm hype. You know what? Quote me on your podcast. Quote me. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) I'm like, all right. What would you like to say? And he's like, we're going to go the distance this year. And I was like, they say that every year. (laughs) I was like, they say that every single year. Um, but no, so I want y'all to know that's what this, um, this Cowboys fan said. You say, we're gonna go the distance this year. Put that on your your podcast. You heard it here first. And I was like, okay, so Cowboys fans really believe that they're gonna go the distance. I guess by distance they mean to the Super Bowl. <laughs> they do. Um, but they are my they are my my uh my number three team on my top five. My number four is going to be the Chiefs. I'm not counting them off. I know they lost two games. Hopefully this is a lesson from them that they learned from those losses. They won the last game. Um, and then number five is the Bucs. I'm telling you right now, Bucks are playing a little similar to how they played last season in the very beginning. I don't count teams like that out. You understand how many games they lost last year and then they still did what? Go to the Super Bowl. Y'all better stay calm because I'm telling you right now. Week six is really going to divide winners into losers and tell you who's going where. So stay woke. Those are my teams, my top five. It will switch up each week. Now I'm going to start doing this. I think it's really fun to see who I believe in. But yeah, the Cowboys are number three. And I definitely put the Cardinals at number one. I never thought I would do that. And I did but it is what it is so moving on to the the fan listener of the podcast her name is Brooke she's a Saints fan and she sent me a a DM because she wanted to correct me because I think I said last week on my podcast that the Patriots um lost to the Saints um and it actually was reversed the Patriots did not beat um Oh, that the Patriots beat the Saints. Sorry, let me get my wording right, Brooke. Please don't get mad at me. Um, the Patriots did not beat the Saints. The Saints won twenty-eight to thirteen, and I think I said that the Patriots won. So she she like DM me. She was like, "Hey, show the show the Saints some love. We did not let the Patriots beat us." And I was like, "All right, <laughs> fair enough. You know, believe in yourself, one hundred percent." Um. So to shout out to Brooke, who's a Saints fan, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you, and I want to just say one more time, just to show some love, the Saints beat the Patriots in that week. Not week four, week three. We just did week four. Um, week three, twenty eight to thirteen. I even went back and I kind of um, I I kind of even looked at it and I was like, wait, what did I predict? And I know I I think I said it backwards. Forgive me, y'all know I'm dyslexic. I don't even know why you're pretending I'm not, and I'm reading my own handwriting, which is already another bummer. This morning's a little bit of a challenge. I don't have my contacts in, I have my glasses on, so bear with me. <laughs> so yeah, so shout out to Brooke, who's a fan. She left some positive feedback. She even said, "Hey, I thoroughly love listening to your podcast in the mornings. Um, you know, it's kind of refreshing to hear a woman talk about a man's sport." That was her quote. So shout out to Brooke, Saints fan. I really hope that y'all pick up considering that you did lose in week four. That's not, I'm not going to get that one wrong. Y'all did lose to the Giants. Now, Brooke, (laughs) y'all lost to the Giants. 21 to 27. It was close, though. I'm going to give y'all that. It was close. I really, truly believe that you need to give Alvin Kamara the ball more. You had a guy who had a breakout season last year where he broke his own records. That's how good, how great, excuse me, of a running back he is. Yes, is he on my fantasy football team? 100%, because I believe in some of the key players on the Saints. But they need to figure out an offensive plan. They need to get their COVID protocols together because half the coordinators were just blown out. And, I mean, they all caught it. And, I mean, half of them were missing for, like, a good week or two weeks or whatever it was. So I think that if they switch up and really start utilizing their weapons that they do have on that team, they can really start winning some of these games. Because they lose to the Giants. Come on. The Giants? I'm going to leave that right there. I really want to know how you feel about that. Any Saints fans out there, you could DM me. You could go to the website, www.notyouraveragecheerleader.com. Send me a, a message or a question. I really want to hear from Saints fans on this. How do you feel about losing to the Giants? You believe that you can make a comeback for week five. want to hear directly from you because I heard that and I said, wait, what happened? Who lost to who? it was really shocking to me. I'm not even going to lie to you. So you know how I predict at my um, weekly predictions of games of who's going to win what. And I have the results of what I predicted for week four. And let me tell you, I was nine out of 16. My record is going downward. I'm trending downward right now um, for predictions. But to be fair, I was overzealous. I said, I'm just going to go outside the box and Some of it, yeah, and some of it was shocking. There are times where I see like big blowouts that I didn't think I would see coming. There was one I did predict, but it was the Bills. They destroyed the Texans, y'all, 40 to zero. Texans couldn't even get on the board for their kicker. 40 to zero, listen. I know that they've had some troubles with people leaving. I know that they've had some quarterback troubles, They got to figure out something. They got to do something because you can't keep losing like that. That's embarrassing. Don't do that. You are a pro athlete team. You need to figure out a solution yesterday because right now, Texans, you look bad. The Bills whipped your tail. You couldn't even get in range of a field goal kick to get three points. That's terrible. Absolutely terrible. So let's go over week four or week. Sorry. Wait. Hold on. Yeah, I'm right. Let's go over week four predictions. I was looking at my notes and I got twisted up. So I said for week four that the 49ers would beat the Seahawks because here on Nacho Travis Schiller, I don't bet against my team. I don't care what I think is going to happen. I still go against my instinct every time. Of course, the Seahawks won. It was a very close margin, to be fair. Um, shout out to Juice and Debo. They really showed up. And George Kittle because he did show up. He got I know he was questionable about his body and how he's feeling, and he was out there. Running yards, so shout out to him. Um, the Seahawks did beat us, the 49ers. I said Jags versus the Bengals. I said the Bengals got that right. Chiefs versus the Eagles. I said the Chiefs. Try to give them another chance. Uh, Washington versus the Falcons. I said the Falcons, and Washington beat the Falcons. At, listen. And there was some breaking news. Did y'all see that? That the Washington football Team stadium or locker room was raided by the, the FBI? Yeah, go look up that article. That was crazy. Someone shared that with me. um, And I was like, oh, whoa. What in the world happened there? Apparently there was some stuff going on in that locker room. I'm not, allegedly, allegedly. Gotta say allegedly. Um, So go check that out. Go Google that. Um, Read that article on that. You can always send me your thoughts. DM me on Instagram. I'll put all my handles down in the comments for you. But yeah, Washington did beat the Falcons. There you go, some positive news. Um. (laughs) Titans versus the Jets. I chose the Titans and the Jets. Y'all, the Jets beat the Titans. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm thinking about a meme that one of the accounts that I follow put up, and they had those little certificates from like second grade, and it was for the Jets and the Giants. Like, yay, congratulations for when you finally win an NFL game. I was like, that's so mean. Um, Cowboys versus the Panthers. I said the Cowboys. Giants versus the Saints. I said the Saints, Brooke. I was rooting for the Saints, and the Giants beat them. Um, Browns versus the Vikings. I said the Vikings. I think that's when I was being overzealous. Normally, I would pick the Browns, but I chose the Vikings, and I was wrong. Lions versus the Bears. I chose the Bears. Texans versus the Bills. Of course, I chose the Bills. I keep rooting for them low-key. Colts versus the Dolphins. I chose the Colts. Chose correctly. Cardinals versus the Rams. I legit chose the Rams, and the Cardinals went in there and said no we're going home with the win today and they were right Steelers versus the Packers y'all knew i was going to pick the Packers and i was right big ben either needs to be benched or he needs to retire there ain't no many choices left for him no more he needs to figure out what he's going to do Ravens versus the Broncos i chose Ravens i was right Bucks versus the Pats i chose the Bucks um and i was still right Raiders versus the Chargers i chose the Raiders and the Chargers beat them so Just some really interesting wins from last week. I feel like it's up and down. Right when you think you have a contending team that you think is going to go all the way through week six, some random team from the outskirts has been losing the first three games, comes out of nowhere. But, hey, we're just getting into week five. They're still, what, they went from 16, I think, to 17 weeks now. So we still got a ways to go. Um, I think also, too, you got to, like, really keep in mind, some teams are now really getting the brink of their their offense. The only undefeated team right now is the Cardinals. So, right, right, the Cardinals. Um, Maybe maybe J.J. Watt had, knew what he was doing when he left to go there. <laughs> I don't know. Remember when he said, I want to go to a winning team? We're like, but you're going to go to the Cardinals? Oh, okay. Um, so maybe he was right. Maybe he knew something we didn't. But for week five... Before I close out for week five predictions, I have, don't judge me, I have for the 49ers versus the Cardinals. Of course, you know, again, I don't bet against the 49ers. I'm going with my team, Rams versus the Seahawks. Can I, wait, back up for a second? Can I honestly say, one of these days, one of these hard teams where you're like, Ashley, I know you keep choosing your own team, the 49ers, when you know good and well they're not gonna win. One of these days, they're gonna win. They are. If we can just, if Kyle Shanahan can get it together and put the ball in his weapons' hands, we're gonna win. Trey Lance is ready to start. If needed, we're going all the way. So, 49ers versus the Cardinals, I'm calling it for the 49ers. Rams versus the Seahawks, I'm gonna give it back to the Rams. I think McVay is going to really watch that tape, figure out where things went wrong, and just you know re-strategize. Jets versus the Falcons, I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna choose the Falcons. Dear Matt Ryan, please just make something happen. Something. Um, Saints versus Washington. I'm going to go with Washington. Don't beat me up for this. I'm going to go with Washington in the hopes that Saints win. But after you lose to the Giants, I don't know how much faith you expect me to have. Um, Broncos versus the Steelers. Of course, I chose the Broncos because, well, yeah, that's what I do. I just don't believe in Big Ben right now. Lions versus the Vikings. I chose the Vikings. Patriots versus the Texans. After watching the Bills blow them out 40-0, to I believe, Patriots, this can be your win right here. Um, I'm not even going to lie to you. They know why they're not winning, and they need to rectify that. Dolphins versus the Bucks. I chose the Bucks. Packers versus the Bengals, I chose the Packers, of course. Eagles versus the Panthers, I chose the Panthers because Sam Darnold's really, he's fighting to get his name known. Like, you're going to remember me. And hell, he scores half the touchdowns for that team. Titans versus the Jaguars, I chose the Titans. Browns versus the Chargers, this is when I got overzealous again, you all. And I chose the Chargers. No, I am not back on the I-can't-stand... You know, Baker Mayfield train. I just chose the Chargers. Bears versus the Raiders. I chose the Raiders. Giants versus the Cowboys. I chose the Cowboys. I'm going to go along with the fans. They believe. I believe. Bills versus the Chiefs. I chose the Bills. I believe this is their. This is the match I really want to stay for. Because remember, the Bills lost to the Chiefs in the playoffs, which kept them last season from going to the Super Bowl. I feel like this is their redemption. I think they're going to give it all they have, and I really hope they win. Colts versus the Ravens. I chose the Ravens. So that's my predictions for week five. Hopefully my fantasy football team does better. I appreciate all of you tuning in and listening to see where I was going to go with this episode. Thank you so much for the fan DM. Shout out to Brooke. I hope your Saints win, even though I did bet against them this, this week again. Um, and please keep submitting your comments. Again, I promise I'll read some of them on you know my episode and chat about it because that's what I love to do here Not Your Average Cheerleader. Again, enjoy your day. It's early morning for me. I'm about to get my day jump started after this. Again, have a great time. Hope you, all the odds work in your favor for this week for NFL. Bye.